It's Monday and you know what that means, added time answering your questions that you kindly submitted for today's episode. Got a ton of questions submitted for the first time in a while, probably the most I've had in, in quite a while. I, I think I have to go back to the summer when we had so much transfer noise and speculation. Obviously the chaotic nature of the last seven days regarding Chelsea, Frank Lampard being sacked. I didn't do an added time episode last week because of that, I had to scrap it. But today back with added time and once again, if you're new to the channel, every Monday answering your questions that you can submit on Sunday through my community page, but also on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. But let's get into the questions. Firstly, here from Chris Lon, who asks, What do you think should be our realistic ambitions for the rest of the season? Top four. If we don't make top four, will that be a failure? Objectively, yeah, top four has to be Chelsea's aim for the rest of the season. Uh, if you're going to make the decision, the pretty harsh decision to sack your manager halfway through the year, and it's a pretty drastic move, you, you have to see improvement, you know. And given the points range, how low it is currently, how short it is between us and the top four, it's absolutely within Chelsea's reach. Uh, form has been so erratic. The Premier League season has been so unpredictable. And if Chelsea don't drastically improve their position by the end of the year, I'm going to look at the hierarchy at Chelsea and go, why did you make that move? Um, if Chelsea gets top four, it'll be seen, at least from this point, as a success, you know, improvement. So yeah, Chelsea absolutely have to get top four and retain Champions League football in the Premier League by the end of the season. Christopher asks, with Gilmore playtime looking limited this season, which club do you think suits him for growth and development? So at the time of recording, Matt Law was reporting this morning that uh, Billy Gilmore is not going out alone, which I think is great news because I want to see him develop under Thomas Tuchel and play more under Chelsea. But for his own personal development, we'll have to wait and see. I think we'll have to judge in May whether it was better for him to stay or go. We'll have to see on that front. But if in a hypothetical situation of him leaving and going out on loan to get minutes, I think absolutely in the Premier League because I think he's that good at the moment. Uh, I would, I'm would i looking for, for a team that plays possession football. And luckily in the Premier League, it has gotten better over recent years. More teams want to play with the ball rather than just sitting back and sort of uh, being really reactive. There aren't many teams like that in the Premier League. But mainly I look at Brighton under Graham Potter. The style of play, I really enjoy watching Brighton play. I think they, they try and get the ball on the ground, try and play progressive football. And you want Billy in a team where he can be in the centre of midfield and get a lot of touches of the ball, you know, really progress the ball from deep. And I feel that Brighton, under the tutelage of Graham Potter and just the way they've been growing in recent years under him, I think would be an impressive place to go and I think it would be good for his development. And I think we guarantee him minutes pretty regularly. Paul asks, where does Reese James' future in this team lie? So you're sort of asking about sort of whether he'd be back up to Aspi, back up to Cho. I got questions as well on this sort of front and this sort of basis with Kurt Zuma as well because he hasn't started either of the first two games for Thomas Tuchel. The thing I'm going to say on a general note here is it's still too early to judge. Tuchel, this is a, well, tomorrow I think will be a week since he joined Chelsea Football Club. So seven days. I mean, it's hard to tell. He's obviously being very pragmatic with bringing back players who've been out in the cold like Marcus Alonso yesterday. It's it's tough for him, I think. And he, I think he has to very quickly ascertain who he trusts, who he doesn't, trying to get a sense of unity back at Cobham probably within this first team squad. I'm not too concerned. And if he is playing a back free system, a player like Kurt Zuma, a player like Reese James, who you're asking mainly about, will get lots of time. Reese off the bench yesterday. Reese has been so impressive this season. I think the quality of Reese, the quality of Kurt Zuma, I think they'll get opportunities because Chelsea are playing so much football in the coming weeks. We've got Tottenham on Thursday. Then I believe on Sunday, it's away to Sheffield United. Then the cup game against Barnsley, where there's going to be a rotation. Uh, Newcastle, the Champions League games as well. 
you don't know about injury suspension. There's going to be time for players to impress Thomas Tuchel. So I'm not too concerned at the moment. In relation to the system, I'm, I think Reese could fill in at right centre-back, especially against teams who maybe sit a little bit deeper. I think Reese has got the quality and mobility and also I think versatility to potentially play in that role too. He's got the physicality, absolutely. So Reese James, I'm not too concerned about. And I think moving forward, he'll either play one of those roles if uh, Thomas Tuchel sticks with that back three system. Matthew asks, who is one Chelsea player currently on loan who you think will be part of the first team squad next season? There are many. And with Thomas Tuchel arriving, it changes the dynamic, I think, for a lot of players. It throws everything up in the air, I think, for good or bad reasons, maybe. And everyone is like a clean slate, isn't it? So there are opportunities. So say like for Kyle Tomori, who had an impressive weekend for AC Milan, you felt will he ever return to Chelsea now with Tuchel as coach there is that possibility of, of the door being opened and he could return to Chelsea in the summer I look at Mark Gurhey who, who is having such a good season at, on loan at Swansea he's really impressing week to week to week and they're right in there for promotion so if they were to be promoted I wouldn't be too fast with him staying potentially at Swansea but he's he's doing so well for them the best defensive team in the championship and he's a big part of that Conor Gallagher um you look at Ruben Loftus-Cheek um I'm a massive fan of Ruben and I think it's amazing to see Ruben getting back to those levels again and for me he can be an inspirational figure for Chelsea so I'm intrigued to see where his future lies Ross Barkley is doing so well at the moment for Aston Villa there are many players out there and I've probably missed some Ethan Ampadu too it it's so hard to tell I'm going to say Mark Gurhey because all the noises I continue to hear with Gurhey is how impressed the club are by him. I think his rate of development is so quick and with sort of Tuchel's uh, reliance on youth and I think he's going to rely on youth a lot in his team. I wouldn't be too stunned if in pre-season he's one player that really impresses him and then stays uh, for the season rather than going out alone again. Chiu Alexander asks, do you like Mount having the free role or do you prefer him a bit deeper? Um, it's interesting with Mount because... I think he can have an impact either way. He was so brilliant yesterday and he's been Chelsea's best player, I think, so far this season. I think it's between him and Thiago Silva for levels of consistency. And I think that's even better on Mason Mount that he's keeping up with a player of that pedigree and sort of professionalism. I think it shows you about Mason. There is that sort of that versatility to his game, as we've seen. I mean, yesterday he started a sort of an inverted winger, sort of a roaming number 10. And I think we saw throughout the game against Burnley, him switch positions, uh, sort of being that wide player he does have that natural sort of mobility and pace to go out wide and, and take defenders on but in the second half I liked when he was a little bit deeper to me it looked more like a 3-5-2 uh, rather than a 3-4-3 and I think you saw the influence there him on the turn in the center of the park where he got so much space to then was able to connect play from left to right to especially Callum hudson Doy. I, I think he has that ability to switch play too so then you naturally think about as a number eight where he's been playing a lot this season a little bit deeper so I'd lean towards more deeper because I think he's got the energy in midfield and you want his energy utilized but you can have it higher up the pitch too and I think that Tuchel shows his tactical versatility and sort of flexibility I think to use Mount in, in different ways so we'll have to see from a longer period of time where Mount eventually finds himself but I think in either role I think he can do wonders for Chelsea. Hasib asks hey Daniel what do you think about Hudson-Odoi's recent performance and the new playing style under Thomas Tuchel by the way great videos thank you mate. Um, with Callum it's been brilliant to see he, him flourishing recently and to be honest even under Frank at the late stages there he was one of Chelsea's best performers and for me, there's been so much talk about Callum in terms of misusing him on reflection. You know, he should have been playing more. I actually think the turn of this year has been where, for me, it's been... 
unequivocal that, you know, Callum Hudson-Odoi should be starting games with Chelsea Football Club now. He's been one of our best players, influential players too. And it seems like he's got the, the problems of the injury and, and fitness problems before behind him now. He looks to be full of freedom, full of confidence, in full flow on that pitch and is now having an influence for Chelsea. Um, so it's wonderful to see. And it's wonderful to see Tuchel taking him into that right wing back spot. And he's not really playing as a wing back. I mean, he's sort of playing just as a conventional winger. He's pressing up the pitch much higher. And you saw yesterday how Jorginho and Kovacic really help him with that, have that balance too. I think having a defender like Dave behind him too, I think helps even more of that freedom. Coming up against Spurs, a team that you'd think with the threat of Son potentially on the break and, and Gareth Bale too, that there'll be a little bit more to think about. Whether Tuchel continues to play Hudson-Odoi as a right wing back, we'll have to see. He's been brilliant. And I think the playing style, once again, it's only two games in, but I like the idea of dominating possession. Uh, that conversation I had with Marius Fischer really gave some insight into the way Thomas Tuchel wants to go about things in terms of the counter press, in terms of the Gagan press, but getting the ball back and dominating it. That's what Chelsea have had. And I think against Spurs, will dominate the ball once again. It's just about Chelsea's ability to take chances and also the the threat of say Son who's such a devastating player uh, in transition for Spurs so it's going to be interesting and I think Hudson-Odoi absolutely is going to be a key player for Chelsea and it's about patience you know so many people last year writing Callum Hudson-Odoi off such a young guy so much talent and now he's flourishing in the Chelsea first team Lloyd Enyako asks do you think we should make the 3-4-3 slash 3-4-2-1 our primary formation under Tuchel also love the channel thank you mate once again um I think Tuchel, if you listen to his comments post-match yesterday, he said, if I find a formation and a system and sort of a lineup that works for 20 matches and we win 20 matches in a row, then I'll stick to that. But it's unlikely to do that. And absolutely, I, I think that's what you've got in Tuchel. He's very flexible. I could see us moving to a back four. I think the back three will probably stay now. We've had, you know, two clean sheets as well. So I think he'll probably stick to that for Spurs, uh, for sort of that protection in front of the back four. And especially if you've got players like Marcus Alonso and Callum Hudson-Odoi, players that like to get up the pitch, I think you need that protection too and, and be a little bit more conservative. But he may switch to, to a 4-3-3 as well. So it's about sort of the personnel. I think that will shift given who he's playing on a certain day, especially the opposition we're playing against. I'm intrigued to see what he does when we play a team that presses us much higher uh, we've got Southampton in a few weeks so I think that will show you where sort of Tuchel is going with, with that sort of opponent the first few opponents he's playing against are much more reactive trying to be counter-attacking trying to sit deep so I think we're seeing that formation currently work under him but will that change in a few weeks time it's very hard to tell we think back to the Conte days how successful the 3-4-3 was and you think that a formation like this as we've seen already can integrate maybe more players in, in interesting positions to get the best in attack so we'll have to wait and see but I'm excited so far I think I think it's working and finally Adil asks will there be a resurgence in the Chelsea career of Marcos Alonso after the Roberto Carlos-esque goal you know that's not so much you know you could compare it to Roberto Carlos this is what Marcus Alonso has been doing for his Chelsea career he's a wonderful finisher if he gets into the right place we know his quality as a left wing back that's I don't think that's ever been in question you saw that last season in certain big performances he played in uh, for Lampard as well and for Conte he was incredible in that 16-17 title winning year that's not in question, I think, especially in a back four, I, I don't trust him. And as even we've seen his professionalism this season be questioned, I think, you know, as I said at the start of the video, Tuchel is being pragmatic at the moment. I think he's trying to unite everyone again, players that were sort of maybe causing problems behind the scenes or maybe felt disconnected to the, the squad are being reintegrated now. And he wants to use all the players at his disposal 
I still think it's very likely that Marcus Alonso trails off in form. And I think that Ben Chirwell, it's on Ben now to, to really step up his game and get back into that starting lineup too. I think that with Marcus Alonso's age, I wouldn't be too stunned if if he plays a bit more, it rises his value. And in the summer, maybe he moves on from Chelsea because I, I think that will naturally happen. But just for the time being, if it works, if it gets Chelsea results, if Marcus Alonso steps up with another derby goal against Spurs on Thursday and wins us the game, I'm not complaining. But thank you guys so much taking the time to watch this video if you did enjoy it hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you never miss an upload follow me on twitter at son of chelsea and i'll see you again